On today's show, we're talking about Festival of the Arts. Festival of the Arts? Farts! And, I don't know, something at Magic Kingdom? I'm your host, Julie Elster. All right, and this is That is what people think the website and or podcast is. Like, ooh. Ale Kemp, like, just make it work for you. Okay. Own it as the tongue twister, then you're good to go. I waited until, like, I had an audience to be like, maybe I should change the name because it's too confusing. Now it's too late. Now it's too late. I know, I did the same thing. I have too big of an audience on Mm -hmm. both the website and the podcast to change any names. It's, I'm sorry, guys. you're going to change your name from Julie to what? Kurt. Oh, well, that's very confusing. Yeah. I mean, like, I could change my name, obviously. Tech nasty. No one calls you that. Uh, a few weeks ago, you did what? I don't know. I went somewhere. Was it Disney World? I think so. Yeah, I would know because I didn't go. <laughs> you weren't invited is really what it is. It was just, it was you and uh, one of those roommates. What? what do you call him? <laughs> the short roommate? Yeah. One of the short ones? Yeah. The 11-year-old, Tanner. Let me have a heartfelt mom moment. Going on a trip with just one of my three kids was such a bonding experience. No, that's not heartfelt music. <laughs> You're awful. I would, anyone who's able to make it happen, doesn't have to be Disney World, but, you know, doesn't hurt if it's Disney World. It was such a great experience to go, just me and Tanner. You know, he's 11, so I'm not exactly his favorite person. But yeah, he was forced to spend time with me. And I, I mean, at least on my end. I feel like we've bonded. So he's not really one to sit for like an hour and speak clearly and coherently because he's 11. So he mumbles a lot. So instead of having him here, we did a a mini interview with him yesterday. So I've got some sound clips that we can drop in as we talk about stuff to get his take on different things. So how long was this trip? This was a quick trip. Uh, We were there from January. January 14th was when we got in. And we flew out uh, back home on the 17th. Just a quick, like, long weekend. For those of us who are arithmically challenged, how many days and nights is that? Well, three nights. 14th, the 15th, and the 16th. But it was um, Martin Luther King weekend, so it was busy. It was really, really busy. But, you know, I was like, all right, long weekend, this is a good opportunity. And it was the beginning of the Festival of the Arts. So good opportunity for us to go. All right, so January 14th. You fly in the morning uh, to MCO, Mm -hmm. and how do you get from the airport to your resort hotel? So we took Mirrors Transportation, which is the same company that used to do... Formerly... Magical Express. The Magical Express. Yeah, and it's in the same location. So if you're familiar with Magical Express, it's in the same spot. You know, it wasn't expensive. I believe it was 16 a person for one way. So just over $30 to get us to the resort because there were two of us we easily could have done uber but i hadn't done mirrors yet so i figured i was like i oh, will give that a shot we'll see how it was it was quick i will say it was very quick um i was concerned because it was a holiday weekend but we got right on the bus um we were like the last stop there were a whole bunch of stops <laughs> before us but we got there pretty quickly so not too bad i think if you've got a big group of people uh, that's the way to go like if all five of us had gone uber would not have even been an option with suitcases Five people, I would have just paid for for mirrors. I like mirrors. I think it's very comfortable. It is That's comfortable. That's my preferred way. Yeah. I prefer that over 
any other option. Yeah, with, you know, an Uber or Lyft driver, you never know what you're going to get. We all have stories. Anyone who's ridden in Uber or Lyft, I'd say more than five to ten times, you have a story about a driver. So we stayed at the Swan, which is not a Disney property. That's a Marriott property. So I've, I've actually never stayed there before. I've not stayed. So you stayed. went to Disney and you didn't stay at a Disney park experience hotel. Where's the magic of that? The Swan is in the Epcot Hotel area. So it's near, it's basically in between Boardwalk and Beach Club Yacht Club. So you can walk to two parks. You're like right on top of the Boardwalk. So we would exit our hotel. You walk just, you know, a short, very, very short distance. And there's the big, um, beautiful sign for the Boardwalk. You're right there. You know, that is a really, the Boardwalk's my favorite property to stay at. Oh, me too. But a the big attraction to it is that location and is that the, mm-hmm. the boardwalk itself. And so if you're saying, hey, you could stay next to it and still enjoy that. For a fraction uh, of good. the price. Fraction of the price. Yeah. I, we don't stay at boardwalk every time because it is outrageously Yeah, priced. it's so expensive. It's so, so expensive. Um, and the boardwalk, as far as boardwalk, beach club, and yacht club, boardwalk is the cheapest of the three. So, you know, that it's it was just, I don't know. Typically when I go by myself, I stay value i wanted to say i feel like i've stayed so many value resorts recently i'm like oh let's stay somewhere else it was between the swan and one of uh, one of the moderate resorts i can't remember which one i had narrowed down to but um i decided to go to swan because i knew we were going to be doing a lot of stuff at epcot so that location is the best um you can walk to hollywood studios you can walk to epcot or you can take the skyliner you can take a boat to either one of those it's great it's really really great so location, 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 you could just travel yes. throughout the parks easily here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at a fraction of the price. And I will say you're not getting the Disney experience. This is a Marriott experience, which is, it was, 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 was fine. It's really nice. Yes, Marriott's are very nice. Um, it's just not, you know, if you're looking for a Disney hotel, that's not this. But, you know, I'm not, no, I, I am not complaining. Yes, very nice room. Um yeah, so zero complaints from me uh, about this one. I would stay there again in a minute. And so what time did you get there? We got there uh, early afternoon. So it was cold. It was, of course, the days we were there, it was like weirdly cold. And that first day, I believe, was the coldest day. So it was like 45 degrees, 50 oh, degrees. Iguanas dropping out of trees. Yes. In fact, I saw that on local news <laughs> in the hotel room. Uh, they warned about iguanas falling out of trees. Yeah, if it gets they have cold warnings. Enough, yeah, iguanas who are not native to Florida but thrive there <laughs> go into torpor. Is that what it's called? They go into torpor, and then if you hug them, eventually they warm up. Oh <laughs> and man! Take off, but don't mess with an iguana. Yeah, they had a whole news story about it. Yeah, uh, we definitely saw a news story about that when we were there. So I was like, I'm not sure what we should do because it was so cold. And I have an annual pass, but Tanner doesn't. I, he just got him park tickets. So he didn't have tickets for that day. So I was like, let's let's get lunch. You know, he's 11. He's very food motivated. It's like, what do you want to do? Food. So. Yeah, preteen boys and teen boys with food. It's, they're like human garbage disposals. Yeah. It's unreal. So I'm like, all right, maybe I was crossing my fingers. Maybe there's availability at Beaches and Cream. There was. It was great. What's beaches and cr- oh that ice cream place? Yes, that's on boardwalk? yes, yes, yes. In fact, here we've got Tanner's got some thoughts on beaches and cream. 
one of my favorite meals we had was there was the first one, Beaches and Cream. Gave me a one bite of your grilled cheese and it's probably the best grilled cheese I've ever had. I've ever taken a bite out of. Uh, the, probably the real real winner was the desserts. Now we had a hard time picking a dessert. We looked at that dessert menu for quite a while. We, we looked at it um, before we even like ordered food. We, we had to decide beforehand. Well, I mean, they're known for their milkshakes and ice cream. So it was an important decision. Yeah, I'm glad we can... Uh, we ordered we ordered like a like a confetti fiftieth uh, anniversary milkshake and we were we had the option to place the vanilla ice cream with any ice cream any other ice cream flavor. Probably the craziest thing there was the kitchen sink. Yeah, we saw somebody order that. Yeah, like a like a table of like how many people were there? Like six. Yeah, probably six people. Uh, it was like every it was like two scoops or multiple scoops of uh, every ice cream flavor they have available and like two entire cans of whipped cream and like one thing of. Yeah, chocolate sauce. What about those tots that you got as your side? Oh yeah, um, those tots—they were excellent. They were authentic. They were—they had—they had everything on it. They had onions. And it, it was like drizzled in queso. They were—they were delicious. They had bacon bits on them. He was impressed. He talked about that meal for quite a while. The authentic tots. He had a burger, which was huge. They had on the menu these tots, and I—I I want to say they had it listed as an appetizer, but it was like these loaded tots. And so he's asking the server about it, like, is this enough for, is this a meal or is this, a, and she's like, you could do it as a meal if you want something light or, you know, we can do it as a the side. I describing loaded tots as light. I know. <laughs> I would not have been able to come close to how much he ate, but he could not get over how good it was. I, because it was weirdly cold, I was like, well, grilled cheese and tomato soup sound like the winner. And it was one of the best grilled cheese sandwiches, if not the best that I've ever had. It was delicious. All right. So you've gorged yourselves on tots. Mm-hmm. And where to? We are walking distance to multiple parks. Yeah. So like I said, he didn't have tickets. But when we pulled in uh, to the Swan, he saw that the mini golf, the Fantasia mini golf course was right next door to our hotel. When we could walk there. He's wanted to do this mini golf course for years. But I feel like every time we go, it's like 100 degrees out and there's no shade. So I've said no. So instead of 100 degrees, we decided to go mini golfing in 45 degree weather. How did that work out for you? Um, <laughs> it was good. We had a lot of fun. Um, I lost a bet, you know, mini golfing. What? <laughs> you know, let's let Tanner tell us. What did you think of mini golf? This is my first time doing that, too. I remember you talking about how like one of our first trips to Disney, we I saw and I wanted to go mini golfing. And it was it was fun, but um, it was really cold that day. <laughs> it was. While it was freezing cold, I'd I'd probably rate it like a like a seven out of ten. But if it wasn't, I'd probably rate it like an eight point five. I think it was just I'm glad we did the uh, the character ones because there was uh, another option. It was like tight courses and it was really bland with no characters, no design, no theme to it. I really liked the um at the at the entrance of it. It was Fantasia Mickey holding a red golf ball. All right, so he really enjoyed it. He had a lot of fun, and he was like, let's make a bet. I'm like, uh, I'm not really great at mini golf, so I was a little hesitant, but I agreed. And so I was like, okay, if I win, you have to clean my pet rabbits. I've got two rabbits. They're litter box for a week. Sick. And if you win, I will buy you a souvenir. He was pushing for, like, any souvenir I want. I was not about to fall yeah, into no, that trap. Yeah, because you could spend 20 grand on a <laughs> – one-to-one R2-D2. 
yeah. in uh, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, so I put. So a, I would not. Yeah, you got to put an upper limit on that. I put a fifty dollar cap on it, and it was a close game. I got to say, he was ahead of me the whole time, but I kept like catching up. He'd you know, be funny. several ahead, and I'd catch up, and be super close. He's Oof. only played mini golf once before in his life. All his mini golf experiences in VR, you know, which translates. He says that I've, I know for a fact I've taken him mini golfing, but I'm guessing he's too young to remember. Like the, you know, when I took him when he was little. You think that toddler experience translated to now? It must have. Mm-hmm. It didn't work for me though. My mini golf experience lost me fifty bucks. You know what else was funny? He was he was telling me he he was like I don't get the theming. He's like I wish there was like a theme. I was like there was a theme. The theme was Fantasia. He had no idea what Fantasia was. He'd never seen Fantasia. I was like, well, didn't you notice it was all you know music themed? Like when you'd get up to each um, green or whatever it's called, they it would be on like a music stand, you know, hold number, whatever would be on a music stand. And then they'd have characters like clearly in like tutus or whatever dance. He had no idea. So I was like, I don't know that Fantasia is necessarily up your alley. Neither of you were particularly impressed with the golf course. I liked it. Um, I guess for a Disney mini golf course, I was expecting it to be way like the theming to be way more over the top than it was. It was a fun course. The course itself was a lot of fun. The obstacles were tricky, but not like too hard that I couldn't do them. I'm a mini golf connoisseur, and it sounds like this was a good golf course that you're just not appreciating because you're too into worrying about theming. Mm-hmm. Forget the theming. It's mini golf. You the the whole point is the theming. Maybe I'm a mini golf purist. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm about the play and right. not the look. You're just saying words now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's called talking. Oh, okay. Um. It so after that it wasn't super late, but it was super cold, and I was like, I there's nothing else that I can do right now. <laughs> so I went back and took a hot shower, and that was it for that arrival day all right so you know we we had a lazy day that was mostly tots and critiquing mini golf i don't know that i'd call it lazy and then we went to bed at about what 7 p.m yeah that sounds about right okay and then you get up in the morning when do you start in the morning all right so the plan was to get a somewhat early start but when i woke up it was like 37 degrees all right so after so... really phoning it in the first day now we haven't even started strong this is so unlike you I don't think I phoned it in. I did a a new activity that I've never done before. And we had the best lunch. It was super cold. So I was like, we we have to wait it out a little bit because I did not pack hats or like have like coats or anything. Cause I'm you know, like, it's just not a fine. thing that you think about when you're going to Orlando. And the, you know, when I looked at the temperature in the days leading up to the trip, it was definitely gonna be cold, like coldish, colder. But not as cold as it ended up being. So I was a little Weather thrown. forecasts, I've learned in Orlando, mean something different than everywhere else. <laughs> they're really like yeah. down to the hour yeah. if they're going to stay accurate. Oh, yeah. Well, as we learned from my last trip with the hurricane slash tropical storm, whatever it ended up being. Yeah, it was like right before my flight. I'm like, oh, wait yeah. a second. Meteorologically, they're playing by a different set of rules than the rest <laughs> of the country. So uh, we started a little bit later because I knew it was going to warm up some. Um, and this day was our four-park challenge. What's a four-park challenge? So that's where you hit all four parks in one day and there are requirements. So ours were you had to take a photo with 
with the icon of the park, you had to get a snack and not just like a Mickey pretzel, like, you know, a fun um, that park exclusive snack. And you we had to do one ride, at least one ride. And so beforehand, we kind of discussed some of the rides, but we weren't really we weren't entirely sure what we were going to do because I knew it was going to be super busy with the holiday weekend. So I purchased Genie Plus in the morning. So hold on, you do the four park challenge and you're showing up late to it? Well, okay, but you can't. I don't even see this as possible. Well, let me let me re- refresh your memory on some of the current rules at Disney. You can't park hop until after 2 p.m. Isn't that changing? Uh, no. Oh, I hate that rule. No, yeah, it's not a good one. I want my freedom. You can't yeah. hold me down. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> uh, so... I was like, all right, I bought Genie Plus. We had Navi River for like late morning. So I knew we were okay. Um, But like I also was like, I'm not going to go out and stand in dangerously cold temperatures, you know, to ride dinosaur. Well, when we got up, it was like high 30s and then it was low 40s. So, you know, 40s, if you're out long enough in the right circumstances, you can give yourself hypothermia if you're underdressed. Yeah, it, it can be dangerous so i wanted to make sure we waited until it was warm enough so once i knew it was going to get into the 50s i knew that day would be in the 50s so we made sure we dressed warm we waited to leave the hotel until it was mid like higher than like 45 i believe was in my head what i had it i was like all right because then by the time we get out get on the bus and actually get to the park it should be close to 50 if not 50 which is exactly what ended up happening so it was I'd say like 10-ish by the time like we got into Animal Kingdom. Um, And so, you know, something to note, side note here, if you stay at the Swan, the buses don't drop you at the same spot as the Disney buses. So it's a little bit more of a walk. By the time we got into Animal Kingdom, it had warmed up a little bit. So we did our photo at the Tree of Life. We uh, rode Navi River Journey. Oh, I love that. That's As our one of my ride. favorites. Yeah, that one's that one was fun. And since we were right there, I was like, well, let's they have the best food right here in Pandora. So we opted to stop at Pangu Pangu. I don't I you, love that one too. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna ask if you remembered because they have the best spring rolls. It's like cream cheese and pineapple. Yeah, they're really good. They're good. So that was my treat. Uh Tanner got the Navi sized pretzel. So it was a giant pretzel. Did they still have the uh christmas lights on the mech no all the christmas stuff was down when we were there so we did not get to see it it must have just come down too because i know i saw photos days earlier didn't with christmas take stuff. your photo with the mech I, I did not take a photo with the mech no <laughs> no we did photo pass was the rule it had to be photo pass not just like a selfie so it was in front of the tree of life um oh and i also got the night blossom that's the drink that they have at pangu pangu and it's I can't even remember what the juices are, but it's got like the the boba um, bubbles or what are those? Yeah, things? What's boba. that called? Yeah, boba. Okay, yeah. So good. Uh, Tanner never had boba before. He was like, "This is weird." <laughs> We've had it in front of them, but our children when they were like, "That's weird." I'm gonna eat yeah, that. he tried it. He did try it, but he was like, "Well, that's strange." It's a little different the first time. Yeah, it's not usual that you're like your straw shoots. It's, it's strange. Yeah, yeah, it is strange. You don't want solid objects coming through a straw normally. <laughs> um, so we finished, you know, our requirements at Animal Kingdom. How long did that take? That did not take long, actually, because we got, you know, it was still early. And nobody was there yet at the park. In fact, when we took the photo, 
She's uh, we stood in line and she's like people have only just gotten to the part. So I think everybody had the same idea that I did. They were like, you know, because it was so cold. So they waited until it got just a little bit warmer right, before so they showed up. It's going to be really cold and suck you it up and go. Are smart enough to bring a jacket. I was not. You're going to get to go to a completely empty park. You know, that's what this photo pass photographer was telling me. She was like, nobody was here. Because when we got in the line, they br- they had just brought out a second photographer to take pictures in front of the tree. And she was like, yeah, just five minutes ago, there was literally nobody here. All right. So you fulfilled your requirements. Now what? Well, we've got so much time to kill because it's maybe 11 a.m. We rode Dinosaur. We walked around for a little bit. We saw Kevin. Got a lot of photos with Kevin. I love Kevin. And we saw the Festival of the Lion King. Have you ever seen the Festival of the Lion King? No, you're just making stuff up. I am not. It's a show at Animal Kingdom. And is it like the Broadway show? <laughs> no, it is nothing, nothing like the Broadway show. It's, um, I would describe it as more of a circus performance. So uh, tumblers, there's trapeze, um, people on stilts. They got Scar. No, but they do his song. They do sing Be Prepared. So they don't have Scar, but they, uh, Simba's there. They've, it's, it's fun. Um, there's a guy who like juggles fire or something. That's pretty cool. <laughs> is it real fire? It is real fire. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. They sing all the songs. It's a fun show. So if you like circus, I enjoy circus type stuff. Um, and then after that, we decided to go back to the resort to rest for just a little bit. And that's when like the time crunch starts coming in because you can't hop until two. Right, so you head back to the hotel to the rest. Yes. I really didn't ask you what you thought of the hotel. Well, who cares what you think? What did Tanner think? <laughs> uh, Tanner really liked it. In fact, I believe we discussed it. I think it's it's really big, and I'm glad there's like a breakfast place down there. That's really that's really convenient for like like on the go, like getting to the parks early. And I'm still I'm still kind of sad that we didn't uh we didn't have time to go to the any pools. That was like that's the first. Um, I think I think it's uh it's better than a lot of resorts the other resorts we stayed at i also really liked um our last trip uh i think it was pop century yeah i really i really like that one pop century also um it's right by our swan is right by boardwalk which can which you could walk to like hollywood studios and stuff and uh take quick buses to other kingdoms I think he said to other kingdoms. That's, he, that's what he said, yeah. He's like, take right. that to the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> so I love that, like, the number one, like, I asked, I was like, all right, just tell us what you think, anything you could think of that you liked about, liked or disliked. And I, I also made sure to tell him, like, if you didn't like something, that's okay. You know, you can say that. That's fine. The first thing out of his mouth, though, what was it? It was food. <laughs> He's yeah. like, breakfast. he was obsessed with the breakfast at it's this place. Like the the standard buffet breakfast? No, actually so you can do a buffet breakfast. Um it was I I felt it was expensive for what it was. Um I just I was like I am not paying for that. So they have it's kind of a Starbucks type coffee place, but I will say they move fast and it was quick service, it was really good service too. So they've got a menu of like five or six breakfast sandwiches and like somebody's back there just quickly making them, wrapping them, setting them down. So they're like ready to go. So we were in and out with handheld breakfast sandwiches in the morning, which was really convenient. But those lines like Starbucks, they're not moving 
at any particular speed. You know, when you order something, you're standing around for 15 minutes. So this was like speedy service, really good food, good coffee. Um, so, yeah, that was like his number one thing with that resort. Of course it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we went back there to rest. And, again, just super convenient because I knew the way I had planned the Fort Park Challenge. I was like, well, start at Animal Kingdom because it's the furthest out there. And then figured from there we would go to Magic Kingdom. All right. So for the Four Park Challenge, did you feel like you got to spend enough time at each park? Was it fun running from park to park? I would have enjoyed going to uh, the the last three parks like a little longer because we stayed at um, Animal Kingdom until two, and then like we we didn't spend as much time on the other on the other parks because we didn't you know much time. Yeah, we had all this time to kill at Animal Kingdom, and then we had to rush through the other three parks. We used all transportation that day, too. We did use the minivan. I think it's really uh, convenient. Yeah, you can actually, like, minivans park right at the entrance of it. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that was his. He really liked that we took the minivans. I haven't done minivans in a long time. Do they still, are they still red and yes. polka dot? And I asked the minivan driver, like, a million questions because that's what I do. I asked him because, you know, minivans have returned. And in the past, it's been difficult to get them from time to time and he said currently there are about 65 minivans on the road um, or less at any time and they're looking to hopefully up that number but as of right now it can be you know more or less you know just depending on the cars that are in service or how many drivers they have at the time but he was like yeah they are high demand it can be very very difficult to get minivans um, he said he it is still one of the most sought after positions. I remember somebody telling me that years ago. A yeah, minivan I've heard that driver. As well. Yeah, he said people really, really enjoy it. Um, well, you're in the air conditioning all day. You're sitting. That's what I said. I was like, you have your own office here. It's yeah. great. <laughs> it's really, really great. Um, he was like, you anybody can now request a um, an accessible minivan. So if you have like a wheelchair or an EVC or something, you anybody can just go in the Lyft app and request that. They have the car seats. They play music themed to wherever you're going. And he was like, oh, man, I'm so glad we're done with the Christmas music. He's like, I love Christmas music. But he's like, it gets to be a little much when you're forced to play it, you know, all day. Eight hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like we were going to Magic Kingdom and they had the Magic Kingdom themed music. And the reason we decided to do minivan because we were coming from the Swan, if we had taken the bus, because the Swan has transportation um, to all of the parks, if we had taken the bus to Magic Kingdom, it would not have dropped us off at Magic Kingdom. It would have dropped us off at the Ticket and Transportation Center. So we would have had to wait for a bus, take the bus to Ticket and Transportation, then wait for a monorail and take that over to Magic Kingdom. So I was like, too much. I'm paying for convenience. <laughs> here so we took the minivan which was wonderfully convenient all right so you get there and you've got photo ride snackums yes it was insanely busy magic kingdom is where the party's Ooh, at. yeah and on a holiday week it was so so busy and what so, time did you show up um oh gosh we so it was maybe three two thirty three by the time right, we the, got yeah, there still peak yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. 
Um, so I, I chose Magic Kingdom as the second park because I figured we could then monorail to Epcot, Skyliner to Hollywood Studios, and then walk back. So all of this was, I thought about all of this ahead of time, like what would the best route be for our trip? So I was glad that I thought about that because it. this is where it started to get exhausting was after Magic Kingdom. So the first thing we did was actually not our our designated ride. Um, we decided we wanted to take a spin on the train because the train Tanner's never been on the train. I've never been on the train. Yeah, because it's been closed for four years, I believe. Yeah, it would, yeah, it would just be like up there. Yeah. And sometimes you could there'd be a guy and you could ask him questions about for it for a while. I'd be like, hey, is this the train? <laughs> yep. Well, then they closed off. You couldn't even go up there anymore, and the train was gone. So. We rode the train, um, which I forgot just how boring the train is. Like, you don't see anything spectacular. You know, there's really... The lines were really long. Now, it was not long at um, the Main Street Station. The line wasn't too bad. We got right on. But the other other stations, the lines were insane. Where does it go? Um, So it stops in... Gosh, what is it? Adventureland, Tomorrowland. Wouldn't it take way longer to take that train than to walk? Sure. And it's also longer to take like the boats than it is to walk. But sometimes you don't want to walk, even if you know it's going to take longer. Which I think if your feet are tired and there's not a line, by all means, do it. If there's a line, I would not waste your time. Or if you're in any sort of rush. I was like, oh, yeah, this is really dull. But we did it just because, you know, it's a thing he's never done and it's been, you know, a million years since I've done it. So I was like, well, that, you know, was a big nothing, but I'm glad we did it. <laughs> so anyway, so we we did the full lap. We didn't get off at any of the other stops. We did the full lap, got back off at uh, Main Street, did a photo in front of the castle. So there's our icon photo. Uh, we stopped at the cart in front of Adventureland to get Tanner a cheeseburger spring roll which he thought was most excellent. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, they're very popular. They have no um, non-meat options, though. So for me, I got a citrus swirl, which is one of my favorites. What's that? You've had it before. It's like a Dole Whip, but it's citrus. Oh, yeah, that yeah. thing is good. Oh, I, lo- I prefer you citrus. You orange Dole Whip? <laughs> Something like that. Well, it's a swirl, so it's citrus, and it's also vanilla so you get like the creaminess tanner took a bite he does not typically like citrus stuff but it was like it's like a dreamsicle kind of um taste to it and then our ride was pirates oh i like pirates yeah yeah so that was pretty good it was just way too crowded to do um anything else though all right so you showed up knocked your stuff out took off yes and how are you breaking out of there so we're taking the monorail so we took the monorail after that over Tapcot. And I would like to add to, I purchased Genie Plus because I knew it was going to be a busy day. Um, but there have been some updates to Genie Plus since the last time you were with me when I used it. So previously, if you were park hopping, you could grab a ride at the other park and it would just automatically change it to after 2 p.m. So you didn't have to worry about it. Like you could just, you could stack rides for different parks. So knowing that I was hopping, like that was my plan. The update though um, you can't just grab a ride if the time isn't before 2 p.m. Because it knows, like, uh, 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 your park reservation is not for that park. So instead, you have to wait until the return time that is showing in the app is 2 p.m. or later. 
So I was able to grab a ride for Animal Kingdom without an issue. Um, but to get a ride for Magic Kingdom, I had to wait a little bit and just kind of watch the app and wait until pirates showed up for after 2 p.m. So it was a lot of just kind of watching, 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 and then grabbing rides for after 2 p.m. So I believe what I ended up doing, I was I grabbed Soren, I believe, which was our Epcot ride, before I grabbed Pirates, because Soren just happened to um, have a later return time. So if you're planning on stacking for different parks, if you're going to park hop, it's just something to keep in mind. Did that explanation make sense? It's a little confusing. No, you lost me. <laughs> so on G- I was with you until FastPass. <laughs> oh, yeah, no one no, no one uses FastPass anymore. I'm so sorry. Oh. All right, let I me misunderstood. Let me let me see if I can explain it to you. Yeah, can you dumb it down slowly for me? And clearly. So Genie Plus, a service that you pay for on your rectangle your, All right. t- your telephone. Less stupid. Okay. I want sixth grade reading level explanation. <laughs> um, so when you buy Genie Plus, you can pick rides in advance, and it'll show you a return time. It'll say, hey, you want to ride Pirates of the Caribbean? It's 9 a.m. right now. We have a return time of 10.35, and that that's good for an hour window. What's a return time? That's when you go and ride the ride. So you return to that ride. That's They call it the return time. You go to that ride at 10.30. So it's 9 a.m. now. You see there's a time, 10.30, and that's good for an hour. So between 10.30 and 11.30, you know you can ride pirates. But let's say your park reservation is not for Magic Kingdom. Your park reservation is for Epcot. You're planning on going to Magic Kingdom at 2 p.m. because that's when you can park hop, right? Yeah. You can't park hop till 2 p.m. So if that return time, that ride time, is 10.30 a.m., that's not going to work. It's going to give you an error and say, nope, this isn't your park. Now, those times, as people grab the rides, as they book the rides in the app, those times will start going later and later into the day. So, you know, 100 people, 300 people, 500 people start booking Pirates of the Caribbean as their ride. That time will keep being moved back because there are only so many slots, right? So you just have to watch it. So you know, all right, I have to wait till it says 2 p.m. So then I see Pirates finally. It says, you know, 2.05 to 3.05. That's your hour window. Then I can book it, even if it's 10 a.m. But if it's, you know, noon to 1, I can't book it. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So that was the problem that I had. Whereas previously, every two hours, because that's that's the rule, you can book rides every two hours. Previously, every two hours I could book a ride for whatever park. And it would just automatically push it to after 2 p.m. So it it made for a little more planning, a little more strategy. Sometimes I'd be like, all right, I even though I can book a ride now, I'm going to wait five minutes and just keep checking or keep refreshing to get a time that actually works for me. Now, do, do you think the majority of park goers are crazy? Do this nonsense? Or are <laughs> you just like really good at exploiting the system? I think it's I think. It's me, and I think it's probably people who listen to this podcast because they're the ones who are, like, taking notes right now for their own trips. And, you know, so it also, I had to take into consideration things like travel time, you know. So I would estimate, all right, we'll be in Magic Kingdom, I'd guess, 90 minutes. That was, you know, my estimate. And then it's going to take us 30 minutes to, like, walk out to the front of the park, wait for the monorail, get on the monorail, get through security and into Epcot. So, like, I was trying to, like, plan on when I would pick Soren and when, I, you know, it's, you have to think about it when you're doing this. It's 
way easier if everything's in one park than it is when you're park hopping. Um, yeah, you were playing on hard mode. Yeah, yeah. I like to make things a little difficult for myself. Uh, All right, so where did you eventually get to? We then took the monorail over to Epcot. So this is what I hadn't really thought about it, but we ended up doing all modes of transportation oh, as well. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, you put it added, you got, uh, you unlocked the achievement. I guess so. The four park challenge. Yeah, I guess so. Well, we didn't do the boats on the four park day. We did the boats the next day, but we did minivans, which I think gets me bonus points because I overpaid for a minivan. So, yeah. You don't get bonus points for spending money. <laughs> for spending too much money on convenience. Um, so we went to Epcot. Tanner really wanted to do Soren. It's his favorite ride in all of the parks. So we did Soren. Um, this one, our treat was this like super rich, amazing chocolate bunt cake at Sunshine Seasons, which is the uh, the restaurant or quick service location inside the Land Pavilion where Soren is. And we did a really fun magic shot. It's a 360 magic shot um, in front of Spaceship Earth. So it's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like you see, it's like a circle shot. It looks like it's above you almost. And you see, it's like a circle of Spaceship Earth. And I've seen these done as like a really fancy describing this well. type of drone shot. That's like shot plus processing. And it's called like a little planet shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, where it like zooms out and it looks like the planet is made into a miniature and then comes back into the world. Weird. Yeah. So this they had like a, a It looks like a drone shot. It's they had cool. like an orb on a on a tripod and then they had spaces like marked off and if you look at our picture cuz it's just me and Tanner, like if you really look like towards our feet, you can see the marks where they would have other people so you could like stand in a circle around this thing and like hold hands or do whatever. So they had a 360 camera set up? Yes. It was it was cool. Yeah, um, they do some neat stuff. Yeah, so we did that as our photo. And then, you know, it's a trek because we had to then walk all the way back through World Showcase to get to the Skyliner. By this time, we were exhausted. Like, I was starting to get loopy at this point. You weren't ready for this. And no. This is it, only number three. It's funny because I really, I was like, oh, this, this is going to be easy. I really was like, this is cake. Like, this is no big deal. You're probably exhausted from just refreshing your phone. <laughs> yeah, from that. And honestly, I'm I'm not used to eating so much at the parks. Tanner kept being like, you keep taking two bites and then giving me your treat. I know. If I eat a bunch of food, I just like, all right, I got to go digest now. Time to go like lie down. Snake. Well, and because I wasn't just eating, you know, light, healthy snacks. I was like, give me that chocolate fudge bunt cake. Give me that cream cheese. You know, it's <laughs> it was um, yeah, it was a lot for me. I was just so exhausted from running around. So we made it over to the Skyliner and it's dark by this point. It's dark out. So we take the Skyliner over to Hollywood Studios and I was just like toast at this point. But and yet you kept going. We kept going. We did a photo in front of the Chinese theater. I asked Tanner, I was like, "What do you, do you think, Tower of Terror or Chinese theater? Because I think either could be considered Tower of Terror, the icon. We decided to do Chinese theater. So we did a photo in front of the Chinese theater. Well, you played yourself. <laughs> Can I say something about the photographers? I It's funny. I never really thought about it before. But it occurred to me after... Dealing with, I don't know, at this point, like 10 different PhotoPass photographers 
that they clearly have different poses depending on who they're taking pictures of. And so it became very clear to me that if it's like a parent slash child, the poses that they do are one, number one, smile, like, you know, smile, cheese. Number two, big arms, arms out, arms out. So that was number two. Number three, all right, hug. You guys hug. Every single photographer at every single park, smile, big arms, hug, which you know what? I was perfectly okay with because my 11-year-old in any other situation would rather die than hug me. (laughs) (laughs) It's emotional, but he hugged me and it was wonderful. (laughs) He did. At no point was he like, ew. Yeah, where's the ill one? That's really what it is. Ew. They're like, hug your mom. Ew. He did it. He had real smiles in a lot of those photos. And a few times, <laughs> a few times he's like, mom, you're squeezing me really hard because I was like so excited. I just like bear hugged him. I was hugging him so hard. <laughs> Leave this child alone. You stop it. It was special. So our ride was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, that's one of our favorites. I do. I love that one. And for our set, because I hadn't really eaten any substantial food. I kept saying real food. And Tanner was like, what do you mean real? Like, he didn't understand what I meant by that until I was like, I just I can't eat any more like frosting. (laughs) Um, Okay, but you'll love then what I chose as my quote unquote real food. Oh, here we go. Tachos. That, yeah, see, okay, it's not frosted, but those it's are like healthy. some ultra tater tots. So I think it's not that I needed like something. I wasn't looking for a salad. I was just looking for something that had no sugar in it. So Yeah, you just went the other direction. Yeah. You're like, well, <laughs> the tachos, that'll cancel out the frosting. Yeah, you know, so I had tachos. He had one of um, the tarts from Woody's Lunchbox. That thing looked good. He was like, oh, mommy, you have to have some of this. It's so good. And I, I was like, I believe you, but I don't think I can eat any more sugar. I couldn't even take a bite of it. I was sugared out. We rode Alien Swirling Saucers after that. Oh. That was on our way out. All right. So I would have long since barfed twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, one thing I didn't mention on this four park challenge day was Tanner had won that mini golf bet and I owed him a souvenir of a $50 value. We spent the entire day looking for his souvenir. So on top of all the stuff we did, we also went into all of the like the big gift shops at each park. It's always fun. I rarely yes. buy anything because I it's like I, I try to do like one souvenir per trip. And that was the advice I gave him when I found out you owed him a souvenir. <laughs> I was like, don't just don't just buy the first thing. You got to go through like all the shops. You know, I wish several parks on day one and then day two you decide. So I wish you hadn't given him that advice, actually, because Animal Kingdom, first thing in the morning, we took our photo and he was like, hey, can we look in these shops? Because there are a whole bunch of shops right outside of the Tree of Life. He's like, can we look in in these shops? I want to see, you know, maybe I'll see something for my souvenir. So I was like, yeah, sure. So we start looking around. He sees this hat that he really likes and it's a bucket hat and it's um, like a soft material Fleece. Uh, thank you. Fleece. A um, fleece bucket hat. Yes. And it As was a tense. It was very cute. It was like different multicolor pastels. Very cute. So we're looking at it and it falls within his his price range. And I was like, this is really cool. Let's but let's move. On. Like, we'll see this everywhere. Um, you know, just keep looking around because we've got three other parks to go. 
Uh, turns out every other shop we looked at, he was like, no, the bucket headset. That's what I want. We could not find it anywhere. I was like, we'll go to the, it has to be at the Emporium at Magic Kingdom because the Emporium has everything. Nope, it wasn't at the Emporium. We'll go to Creation Shop then, our next stop at Epcot. Creation Shop is huge. It has everything. Nope, it wasn't at Creation Shop. So where'd you get this thing? So we've, at Hollywood Studios, we went up and down every shop, like on, like when you first walk in. And then finally we turned down, um... Is it Hollywood Sunset Boulevard? Excuse me, Sunset Boulevard, like where Tower of Terror is, and we're going in shop after shop. And I was like, based on like the stuff that I've seen and how stuff is, you know, categorized or like put together, I was like, this is a nicer shop with like nicer dresses um, at Hollywood Studios. I was like, I bet they have it in here. And sure enough, we go in there. Finally, it was like the last thing that we did that night at Hollywood Studios um, was looking that shop. It was the last shop we looked in and thank God they had it. But it was like an all day thing. Let's hear what Tanner had to say about finding that hat. Uh, Tell us about this hat that we had to hunt for that entire day. During mini golf, I put a bet saying that if when, if you win in mini golf, I do bunny litter for a week. And if I win, um, I get to get a $50 or under souvenir. I picked and we saw a like a, a bucket hat in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it was a fleece we, bucket hat. I was like, this is cool. And uh, that was like my first pick. And we went, we were going to go to other shops to see if like we finally think the top that. And we couldn't find that into, it was during the four park challenge and we couldn't find that. I thought we thought it would be in different, uh, like every other shop because it was a 50th anniversary merchandise product. He was wrong. I was wrong. It was not everywhere. It, this, I, it was quite the ordeal looking for the, and I was like, oh my God, please don't tell me it's only at Animal Kingdom because we had not planned on going back to Animal Kingdom. I was like, I'm going to have to make a special trip to Animal Kingdom. So we walked back after, which I, like I said, we were like delirious at this point. We were so tired. So we walked it. It's kind of a hike to walk back from Hollywood Studios, but it's such a pleasant walk that I really like it. Um, so we walked back to the Swan and we passed out. Like in the street? In the bed. No. We got to, we made it to our room and then we passed out. All right. So now you're on your last park day. This is our last full day. Yeah. And what's the plan here? Uh, So I really wanted to explore as much of Festival of the Arts or farts, as I like to call it. You want to hear what Tanner has to say about farts? Uh, Yeah. I don't think he was impressed, but sure. All right. What about. The Festival of the Arts. I'd expect the light, the thing where they take your photo and then like they swing the lights around. To oh, make- add the light effect behind it. Yeah. I didn't think it would turn out like that. I, how does that work though? Don't they like take the picture and then the lights go? So it's, they do a, a long exposure shot. So they can't, so they take the photo. I have to hold perfectly still. And so that's why when the person oh. quickly walks behind me, you get that light effect. It was really, it was really crowded. We couldn't get the caramel, was it caramel coucher? We didn't get to bring it home. You know what, that's okay. I have, a co- I have a copycat recipe. Remember, you were like, I want food, but all yeah, the like, lines at the booths were insane. We couldn't get any, like, remember those uh, really, really two uh, good food places in uh, Mexico? Uh, but yeah, all the lines for the Mexican food were super long. So I remember I asked you, I was like, we could stand in line. Do you want to stand in line? And you were like, No. <laughs> Uh, so we just ended up doing Creations Cafe. Oh, yeah. That pizza was good. 
you know, it's nothing to write home about. But at that particular moment, it was the best piece of pizza I'd ever had. That definitely, like, re-energized me. It's... Yeah. I loved the, uh, the Epcot's light show, like the, the light show on Spaceship Earth. Did they do that all the time? That was a new thing for the 50th anniversary. But yeah, it's the best. I swear, the 50th anniversary has been going for like two years. Uh, Yeah, they do it for 18 months. <laughs> it ends in March. You mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I want to... I want to talk about that. Okay, yeah, please do. Last time we went in, I remember the song. I remember the song being uh, different because I remember at the end of the ride uh, when uh, we went there recently that I said the first time we went, the song was better because it's like a randomized. It's there are, I believe, eight songs. Okay, so I asked him about Festival of the Arts. I don't think he talked about a single Festival of the Arts thing. He later was like, eh, when I pressed him on it. It's after it's the fact. It's definitely not geared toward kids they had kids stuff but the kids stuff they had was for kids younger than him so they have an area where kids can do chalk art and that's when he was like he really wanted mexican food but it was so busy it was like uncomfortably busy a lot of locals come to just like just for the festivals yeah yeah Yeah. so you get that it does get crowded in the evening. It does. This had like food and wine vibe, which typically Festival of the Arts, you don't get those types of crowds. But again, it was a holiday weekend, um, but it was super busy, which is why we ended up doing Creations Cafe because I was like, we can get food from these booths, but you know, like we have to stand in line. But like, I don't mind. We can do it. And he's like, nah, I don't think so. But the food is at Creations Cafe. Uh, it's mm, yeah, yeah. That's no, it's not no great. comparison. Here. No, it's not great. But we got it like instantly so and it's a nice big space a lot of seating um but yeah so he just wasn't i th- so i personally i think festival of the arts is one of i think it's underrated it's one of my favorites um what's the big deal tons of artists like disney artists are there like the artists themselves are there they're displaying their work you can buy their work and you can buy like framed or you know just beautiful prints but you can also um by like a lot of them sell like postcards or lessics so there's something for every budget Could but you, are there any famous disney artists you saw uh yeah but i don't know anybody's name <laughs> well i know there was, there was Noah elias yeah you were just talking to one of his i was talking partners, to one of his friends or his friends yeah, yeah. i saw him there his mentee. i saw him there but there was a line to uh to have like artwork signed and I wasn't purchasing. So I was like, well, I'm not stuff autographed, huh? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not like, I'm not going to like step like people have paid money. Like, obviously they come first. So I wasn't going to be like, hi, I've, I've seen you get in fights over line cutting. Um, Just jump in there. No, I don't. I don't think so. I've never cut the line and I don't appreciate that accusation. But so there, there's artwork and there's also artists, which is pretty cool. Um, like Tanner and I painted, there's a paint by number mural. That's probably my favorite thing. And one of the more popular things. So you go and you grab a paintbrush and you grab a little thing, a little cup of paint and it has a number on it. And you walk up to the mural and you find your number and they're like, all right, paint four squares. So you paint four of the squares. And so like, if you're walking through the parks, or if you're going by later in the day, like you might see it, you know, mostly blank and then later like close to being done. So it's, it's kind of cool. Like that's a fun experience they have artists who are showing you how to do um like how to draw characters so like they'll do like quickie classes like here's how you draw mickey mouse so it's just like a lot of fun thing like i think for adults 100 percent. someone tanner's age maybe not so much i could see younger kids 
Like we did a scavenger hunt, which he was interested in, but he's also like, I'm too old for this. Did you paint the mural? I did paint the mural. We both did. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about the festival. I like that one. It's quick. It's free. It's fun. Oh, for free. I'm definitely for free. Yeah. Now, the scavenger hunt cost uh, $10. So that I had to pay for. But you get a a prize at the end. So it's like a little figurine that you can paint. I gave it to our daughter and she was thrilled. So I picked figment. And you know what the nice thing is? Even if you don't finish the scavenger hunt, they still give you the prize. The woman asked me, like, when I bought the map for the scavenger hunt, she's like, do you just want your prize now? Like, they'll just give it to you immediately if you want it. Or you can wait, and when you complete it, you show it to them. Yeah, she was like, look, you got blogger vibes. Just here's the thing. (laughs) I had a kid with me. I don't think she suspected that. I think it's just... She saw... Did you have that giant camera with you? I did. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Um, You know, I think if... And you always have like these great intentions, right? And so you know, like, I'm going to do the scavenger hunt and then we're going to like trek all the way back here and turn it in for this little figment. Yeah, no, you're not. Exactly. And they know that. So they're like, hey, it's cool. Like, let, let me like, just hey, give it to you, you now. Know what? You thought about trying. <laughs> and that's good enough, buddy. In the morning, we got there and we started with uh, test track. I really didn't want to do test track, but Tanner, it's one of his favorites. He really, really, really. And I couldn't say no. Like I wanted to do, I I wanted to do only festival stuff. And I was like, this is a work trip. I'm only doing festival stuff. But when I bring my 11 year old, I'm way more easily swayed than when I went with, you know, my friend Katie, who designs Disney World, you know, apparel. I was like, Whatever, Katie. We're like, come on. I got an agenda. Like, I don't want to hear about what you want to do. We're doing what I want to do. <laughs> it's my agenda. And she's like, all right. Shrug emoji. So it's different with my 11-year-old. I'm, you know, a little more. I'm softer. And so we did test track. And we did Guardians. And so I missed the class where we learned how to draw a character, which I was really bummed about. But it happens. How'd you feel about test track, though? Uh, so we did single rider. Did you win or whatever? Mm, no, no. So we did single rider and you still get to kind of design your car. They ask you just a couple questions in that. And then they're like, here's your car. When you do single rider, it's not like the full car design experience. So I was like, I guess this is my car. And uh, it did. Okay. I think I came in like second or third. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, but after that we did space Two Twenty. Oh, Space 220. I've got the Tanner review on that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's hear what Tanner says. You know, it's food, say. so he's probably like, eat food good. <laughs> While we're eating at Beaches of Cream, we just had like the Disney app open and you got a reservation for Space 220 opened. Yes, you're right. And the timing worked out perfectly because I knew we were going to be in Epcot checking out the Festival of the Arts. All right, so what did you think of Space 220? We were in the lounge, not the actual... Um like dining room but uh i i think it was like the most it was it was definitely like not the the chicken and waffle like the school food chicken and waffles i'm used to like it was they tried to to fancy up your chicken and waffles was that a good thing or a bad thing it wasn't it wasn't a bad thing it was it was it was it was good you i thought it was like a really small portion and then afterward you said you were like super full (laughs) that's how i always am though at the parks i i really liked like the theming of it instead it's not just like it's like you're actually on um 
a spaceship because there's like a space elevator and you can see the top and bottom like going leaving earth okay so he i told i was like it's okay to be honest you can be honest and he claims he really liked the chicken waffles i don't know that he loved it though but it's not like i see him normally eating chicken and waffles like it it may not be space 220's fault that he didn't love the chicken and waffles i will say it looked delicious um i tried a bite of his waffle i didn't try the chicken but the waffles had like corn in them i think i love that i think they country waffles the chicken looked like it was shredded chicken then um fried chicken on top of it which i also was like that looks really good and then it was topped with like a coleslaw you know what i started eating meat again right there yeah i know it looked delicious i had the i think it's called the blue moon cauliflower i think phenomenal it was so good I was like, I have fried cauliflower. I've breaded and like baked, you know, pretend fried it. And it's always very good when I make it. This was 10 times better. Probably probably more than 10 times better. It was, I was like, whatever I'm doing, it's wrong. Because this is amazing. We'll find that copy. It was, I know, I'm going to have to look because it was so good. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about Space 220. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was served with uh, hot sauce and like a- Well, sign me up like a light blue cheese but neither of which were too much like you would control of the amount of hot sauce which i appreciated okay, i like well, a little I bit all of it i know you want it to be like floating in hot sauce yes i don't i just want a little bit of hot sauce it was it was perfect i want the flavor to be pain i see i don't want to cry when i'm eating oh that means you did it right okay no no i'm not into that um my biggest complaint was how small the portions were. And I know he had said, Tanner had said um, in that little clip that uh, he's like, you said it was such a small portion, but then you also were saying how full you were. And I was like, okay, but that's that's Disney World me talking. I don't I don't know what, I really don't know what it is. I think it, I say it's Disney World. I honestly think it's traveling in general. I just don't eat as much when I travel. I just don't. For what we paid which was like $17, $18 a plate. It was like a, a, a tiny plate, like a small appetizer plate. I think you've been warped by A, American proportions, which are crazy time, and then Disney World, which is crazy by I American standards. would have been fine with the proportions. The proportions themselves did not bother me. The price for the proportion is what bothered me. Look, you paid I, for the ambiance. I yes, and that's in, you know you were in space, right? You're paying for the atmosphere and the what's jet fuel cost? This it, there is no jet fuel. You take an elevator, duh. Oh, duh. it's like a gravity well. They yeah, launch you up there. So you you get in this elevator and you can see yourself riding up this elevator. You see yourself. You see, you know, Epcot disappearing below you. I should say. I was confused by that statement. You but see yourself. It doesn't make sense. Um, I'm again losing it. It's you see Epcot disappearing below you. You know what I love about that? My favorite part. So, you know, all the construction they're doing in Epcot. It's amazing. The clouds just happen to be covering just that spot in Epcot where all the construction is. At least they thought of that detail. (laughs) So, yeah, you see, you know, Epcot disappearing and then you're up in space. So it's like a little simulated elevator. But all the cast members fully play the part. They're like, have you ever been to space before? They're like telling us about the view that we're seeing out the window. They're fully committed. This is the thing I found particularly interesting is they, our server was like, you're going to find something here that you won't find anywhere in Disney World. I was like, oh, what's that? 
plastic straws. And he wasn't kidding. It's they have plastic straws. It's the only restaurant where they have plastic straws. I was like, what an odd like bit to commit to to the point where you have plastic straws. I don't you know, I don't mind the paper straws. The plastic ones are horrific. I but if it's something that I'm like, I don't want to use a paper straw, I just carry a reusable straw with me in my bag. I get so. we just like not be children and drink out of glasses instead of sippy cups. So the drink that I ordered had pop rocks on the rim. So I really didn't want to just drink out of the glass. This is <laughs> we've entered with this is the dawn of space. the age of wretched excess when you're like I need a plastic straw because there's too many pop rocks on my glass. No, I didn't need a it's plastic straw. I just I just preferred a straw. He gave me a plastic straw. I was surprised by this. That's all I'm saying. I asked the server. I was like, I want a fun drink. He suggested one for me and for Tan. Like, he suggested some drinks. We each ordered one. Mine had Pop Rocks on the rim. You know, I, I never some knew. Some people put salt. What would be the thing? Some people put Pop Rocks. And when would it be the day that I'd say, Disney World's finally gone too far? I'm sorry. How many lightsabers do you own? How many Star Wars helmets do you own? Please. Okay, several Please. of each. Please. <laughs> So anyway, we ate at Space 220. In space? It was delicious and expensive. And you didn't see, you made sure you didn't see any turtles? I saw no turtles. I did see astronauts having a lightsaber battle out the window, though. So that was a thing. That's not safe. It was cool. Yeah, it was fun. Ships flew by. Astronauts would float by. It was, it was a really fun um, atmosphere. I don't know that I would necessarily recommend it. Like, I did it. I'm glad I did it. I I'm not doing it again anytime soon. I'll say that. If you're looking for like a like once in a lifetime trip kind of thing and you really want to splurge. If How the, much it, was the bill? For two of us, 70 something. Way more than I would have liked to spend for lunch. 35 bucks each? Yeah. It, again, it was for the small know, amount. Seems so bad. Yeah, but it wasn't for like a full meal though. Oh. It was a tiny plate of cauliflower. It was expensive. You know, if it had been a little bit less, and Tanner also said this, we sat at the lounge. If we had sat in the dining room, it's a fixed price. So for dinner, I think it's 80 per person. And for lunch, I think it's, I want to say it's 60 per person. All right. So 80 a person, does that get you unlimited steak like a Brazilian steakhouse? <laughs> no, it gets you an appetizer and an entree. I'm out. And that's it. Like it doesn't include dessert. It doesn't get you like a... a one of the fun drinks. So it's expensive, um, which is why I opted to do the lounge because I was like, well, you know, it's a la carte in the lounge, but it's, you know, it was still expensive. So I think if you're looking for a really cool, fun splurge on your trip, by all means, you know, similar to like Cinderella's Royal Table, like it's expensive, but like, you know, if you're looking for that fun vacation splurge, this could be it. But I wouldn't like add this plus other, you know, a bunch of other sit down restaurants. Unless it is in your budget. We did Cinderella's Royal Table. Was we, were, we had gone for the first time as a family. And it was not obvious that we were going to be going again. Yeah. Yes. For like this. I was like, will the kids be going again? I don't know. Because at the time I was not doing this for a living. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, this will be our big thing for the kids. Yeah. Little did I know that this would be me going all the time. <laughs> so great for splurge. Um, I would not just casually dine there, though. All right. I understand. But also, I have to check it out now, too. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. So after this, I wanted to do more festival stuff. 
Tanner was clearly. I was gonna say, I'm done. sure he was thrilled. He was done. Yeah, the festival. He wasn't done. He was bored. It was not his. It was not his thing. So that night, though, I knew we were doing the after hours party at Magic Kingdom. So when I saw he was starting to decline, <laughs> I was like, let's go back and take a nap. So we went back to the room, and we both we fell asleep for a couple of hours. We both napped, and after that, we took the boat back to Epcot in the evening. This is when it was crazy. It was not crazy when we were there earlier in the day but this is where he said he was looking for mexican he really wanted mexican food and then when he saw the line he was like nope but it was just it was madness because my plan had been dinner at one of the festival of the arts food booths but it was like uncomfortable if it was just like me or if it was you and i like just as adults i think it would have been fine what Um, kind of crowds are we talking about here we talk about like Disney Springs on Saturday at 7 p.m. It kind of felt like that, yeah. Like yeah, it that really gets so bad. I'm like, look, we gotta go. I yeah, I get I, I get really uncomfortable. Well, especially when I'm trying to keep an eye on three kids. Well, that's what it is. That's and like really at any what one it time, is. Two of three are maniacs. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here with my 11 year old. I know how the festival evening crowds can be. I don't. I really don't think Festival of the Arts is typically this bad. It's because it was a holiday weekend um, that it was just so congested but i was uncomfortable with it had it just been you and i i think we probably would have stuck it out and done some of the food booths for dinner uh but i just was not i I just was not gonna do that with him and i asked him i was like we can do it and he would stop and look and then he'd see the lines and he i could tell he was like not super comfortable with it (laughs) so i wouldn't be no i was not about to to push that on him just so i could get like you know, a photo of me holding a festival of the arts yeah. food item. And not it, worth know, it. Not worth it. It it may be fine for for you. I'm just you know a I'm I'm a like stay out of my personal space. Don't touch me. Yeah. Well, there was none of that here because it was like wall to wall people. <laughs> I'm trying to dodge through sweaty people. Yeah. Who may or may not be weird. I don't know. I have never met them. That's true. But I can't take that risk. Mm-hmm. I understand. I understand. Uh, so we made our way back. We were in World Showcase because we came in through International Gateway. So we made our way to the front of the park. This is where we ate at Creation Shop, our mediocre pizza. But he was so hungry. He was like, this is the best pizza I've ever had. I will say it was, especially after Space 220, it was like a bargain because you get two giant slices of pizza. And I spent less than 20 bucks. It was like a drink and two humongous slices of pizza. It's like that New York thin style. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, love those. Yeah, it was good. It it was not like the best pizza I've ever had, but it you know, it hit the spot. It was it was perfect. Um so we also during the day, I didn't say this, we were looking for magic shots, festival specific magic shots. So we got like they have a whole bunch of like figment shots. So we were getting those and there are a few they only do in the evening. So it was like, let's go back over to Spaceship Earth because we have to get on the monorail to go to Magic Kingdom anyway. And we did the last of the magic shots and we watched as Spaceship Earth, you know, in the evening. Um, they play songs and and it lights up now and it's just like the coolest thing ever. Even Tanner was like, whoa. And at one point they played Rainbow Connection and I got a little emotional. You know what we are interested in is After Hours at Magic Kingdom. Is that where you went? That was our next stop. This was why I was like, we need to nap. We need to nap. After Hours at Magic Kingdom, extra ticketed event, and it is the best. What's the so best. about it? Uh, so you can get in as early as 7 p.m., and you don't have to have a park reservation or a regular park ticket if you have an After Events uh, or an After Hours uh, event ticket. 
So you get in at 7 p.m. You can stay until 1 a.m. What'd you pay for this? These are 120 a person. Um, and, yeah, no, it really for what you get, it's not too bad. Um, and I have an annual pass, so I get a discount. So if you annual pass or DVC, you get discount with that. Um, and the discount was pretty decent. I don't remember what it was, but it was it was decent on this one. Um, but it's super low crowds and unlimited snacks, and it's like the novelty snacks. Uh, so like Mickey bars, the Mickey ice cream. I'm sure Tanner was just like losing his mind. <laughs> well, you know what? We actually talked about that. All the snack bars were free and there was like barely any lines. You was just walk on for most rides. Uh, how many ice cream bars would you say you ate that evening? Um, I think it was three Mickey bars and one ice cream sandwich. How was it? Delicious. And I kept grabbing Diet Cokes for the caffeine. Yeah, you were like, like, how many Diet Cokes do you need? We, You like finished like three quarters of one, put it in the backpack <laughs> and then grabbed another one. And a third one somehow popped up. I don't know where that came from. I needed the caffeine. Yeah, but you didn't, finish, you didn't finish any of them. I had to finish the first one. Because I'd then... put it in the backpack and then I'd forget. And I'd grab another one. I mean, it was free Coke, so. How much do you think one ticket for that after hours party cost? One person? Yeah. 120 oh my god you got it right that, no it, you did no <laughs> wow okay yes 120 bucks do you think that after hours event is worth 120 dollars 100 yeah until one o'clock then yeah had we not gotten tired we could have gone at everything we had like 30 minutes left until one plus there were more there were there wasn't many like big rides we can go on it was before Space Mountain when I went on it. I felt like refreshed and like t- uh, less tired after it. But then five minutes later, I felt even more tired than before. Our mistake was the people mover. We sat down <laughs> and relaxed a little too long. No, I th- I I like the people mover. I do too. Because you get to sit down and look at the- you get to sit down for eight minutes. Maybe it's not so smart at midnight when you're trying to stay awake. It's cooler when it's at night. How many rides do you think we did? We did a lot of rides. Probably did most of the Magic Kingdom one. Oh yeah, Seven Dwarves. Seven Dwarves was like, uh, I, I wasn't like super excited about it because I thought, um, because I thought it was like a like a kiddie ride, like slightly less intense than Big Thunder Mountain. But that was that prob that gave me a mini heart attack because I was wearing my I thought it, I didn't think much of it, so I wore my hat on top on the roller coaster and we were in the second to last like train and. My hat flew off during, during the roller coaster, and the people uh, behind us caught him. Yeah, here you are with this hat that you had been searching for and searching for, and it was such it a big it deal. Like, it lasted, lost it like hours later. Yeah, it was like immediately as the ride started, it flew off your head. Yeah, it was right at the time where they, where they take our photos. I'm not happy about the fireworks show because there was like all the parents had clan. They had like clans where they put up their kids or some on their shoulders. <laughs> To see the fireworks. They planned it all out. Oh, that is one of my pet peeves. Well, first was snacks. snacks. He also did not mention the popcorn that we ate. We had so he talked about like three Mickey bars or something or ice cream sandwiches. Um that sodas, waters, and popcorn. Listen, everything in moderation, right? Okay, so yeah, so we talked about the snacks. I really believe we could have done every single ride. If we, <laughs> oh, I believe you. I've so, done these after hours events with you at Magic Kingdom several times. They're awesome. They're worth yeah. the value because there's no crowds. It's the best. As you're like, well, I'm not there all day. 
it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because there's so few people. You can do every ride very easily. Yes. We've done it. Even like Carousel Progress, like everything. Yep. And so I think the big difference between this and say like the Halloween party or the Christmas party is, is your priority rides or do you like the other stuff, the characters, the shows, um, you know, because the, the Halloween I Christmas party. Not. Yeah, if, yeah, exactly. I'm a rides guy. Yeah, right? you're you're more into the rides than you are in the other stuff. So this event is 100% for you. If you want the entertainment, that's where like the Christmas party, the Halloween party offer something else. Uh, but we like we could have done everything. If we because we napped, we were like, "Woo, we're so full of energy!" Like we thought that we were like the king of the world. And then we get on the people mover, and you know, you <laughs> were sitting there for you're just sitting for several minutes, like eight to ten minutes. And towards the end, I looked at him and I was like. I think I'm getting tired. And he was like, don't say it, mom. You can't. Don't even say it. And I was like, all right. All right. I'm not saying it. And we get off. And all of a sudden, we're like walking to Space Mountain. And I could tell he's starting to fade. I was like, do you want to do Space Mountain? He's like, I want to do Space Mountain. We did it. And he's like, all right. That woke me up. That woke me up. I want to do um, Tomorrowland Speedway. And as we're walking to Tomorrowland Speedway, suddenly I can see him just fading fast. And so I, I stopped and I was like, you know, it's 12.30. We don't have to do Tomorrowland Speedway. We don't have to do every ride. It's okay. And he was like, no, we're doing Tomorrowland Speedway. Because I told him he could drive. So he was like, we're Did, doing... Was he aware that you're not actually driving a car? So and he's fact, never driven. to drive those things like Mad Dang. Yes, he's never driven one before. So this time I was like, yeah, you drive. I was like, I'll be your passenger. You drive. And he was laughing the entire time. He was like, you're right. These things are really hard to ride. So... One of my all-time favorite memories is we went just us and you were trying to drive that car and could not manage it. So that was another one of these after hours thing. I think I was just like punch drunk at that. Like I just could not like I just everything was I was like in hysterics. I was laughing so hard. It was really funny. All right, so here's the rides that we did. We did Splash Mountain, Big Thunder, Pirates, Peter Pan, Seven Dwarves, Haunted Mansion, Little Mermaid, People Mover, Buzz Lightyear, Space Mountain, Tomorrowland Speedway, Jungle Cruise. Um, this list I, just keeps going. There was one more that I I remember thinking I forgot to put it on here. Now I don't know what it is. Winnie the Pooh? We did not do Winnie the Pooh. <sighs> but you hit Little Mermaid? We did hit Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah, okay, no, I mentioned Little I know there's another one that we did. I um, can't believe he th- called yeah. Seven Dwarves a diet Big Thunder. He Big Thunder's glorious. He clearly hasn't done Seven Dwarves in a while. So, and because he did it when he was little, I think and he's like... And we had to like really convince him I to do it, I think he too. was like, this is a baby one, which is why he hasn't wanted to do it since. Like, now that he's gotten older, he only remembers doing it when he was younger. So he's like, well, clearly that's a baby ride. So we got on it. And it was like right at the first drop and like they take a photo right there. His hat flies off. <laughs> this hat that I like searched you know, the all day with hat him. is like parachute shape. Yeah. <laughs> and so on a drop, I can see where that thing's going to rock it off. I'm surprised they didn't tell him to hold it. I am too. Because those rides are like hat graveyards. And I, <laughs> I, yeah, this is the kid who lost his glasses at our local Six Flags. <laughs> Not that long ago. Yeah, that was the summer. <laughs> he, um, yeah, I'm surprised he kept it on. And we were in the second to last car. So 
thank God there was somebody behind us. But I'm waiting. We For whatever reason, we did not get this ride photo. It didn't show up. So I've requested it. And I'm hoping by the time this episode goes live that I will have it. Let me tell you, as soon as I get it, though, I'm going to put it in the show notes with um, any photos from this trip. Because it went like the hat flew off right as the flash goes off for the photo. And the woman behind him caught the hat. So I'm like, there's a very good chance this photo is of this woman holding on, like grabbing this hat in midair. So I've requested from the PhotoPass team. I've never had them not find a photo that I've requested. So fingers crossed that I get it any day now. And I can add that to our show notes because I'm hoping it's funny. But um, other than that photo, our theme for ride photos because i like to do funny things for ride photos i was like every ride photo we're gonna be terrified and clinging to each other so like pirates of the caribbean we're clinging to each other splash mountain we're clinging to each other like in terror we're clinging to each other all in like quick succession it's funny (laughs) yeah so the only one you were just trying to sneak more hugs out of i was sucker i'm concerned (laughs) Uh, a mother hugging her child it's, it's like my too much my marge simpson vibes i'm trying to trick him into hugging me the only one we didn't do it for and i was really really mad at myself because i was like this was a missed opportunity was buzz Lightyear space ranger spin which oh, is not so scary good. not scary at all so i was like if we had been hugging each other in terror that would have been like you know chef's kiss perfect for our ride photo themes but you know there's always next time so um but yeah we did we did so much so so much you did so much but what was his favorite part what did you enjoy the most about our trip the after hours and uh probably the yeah the four parks challenge oh that was it wah, wah. yeah he's like you it know was good the things we did <laughs> i liked the trip what was your favorite part all, all the of it. Th- all the things <laughs> well i'm glad he had fun he did. That's why, like, I started out, you know, a little little emotional note there, being like, hey, moms, you got a chance to have some one-on-one time with your kid. It doesn't have to be Disney World. Just spend a little one-on-one time with your sweet little baby. <laughs> you knew that was All right, uh, I'm looking for a new co-host, if anyone's interested in applying. <laughs> Tech mask. Wah, wah, wah. So, I got that one, too. <laughs> we finally after that made our way home because we were just exhausted and then the next morning we had to get so i told i was like you know the shuttle's coming to get us tomorrow morning so i made him pack as soon as we got back to the room he i don't you know we had all this like super special mom son bonding time the dirty looks i got when we got back to that hotel room and i was like why don't you pack your bag now so that you can sleep in oh i got like dagger eyes at me he was so mad that i made him pack i was like it's five minutes yeah this how long did like, it really take yeah i was like this is a quick trip you didn't have that many clothes just put them in your suitcase yeah, now do, do things future you will thank you for <laughs> well especially when you know we've been up super late and we had to be up not like super early but you know a little early uh to head back out so i may have ended things on not such a great note with that but it is what it is. We ended up taking the bus, just a side note for, you know, anybody staying at like Swan or Dolphin. Like I said, the buses that go directly to that hotel, you have to go to Ticket and uh, Transportation Center. So we would have had to take the monorail to get to the bus to go to our resort. So instead, we took the Disney bus to Boardwalk because Boardwalk's right next door. 
So we took Disney bus to Boardwalk and then just walked over from there way faster. So just a little quickie, quickie side note. Exciting. Isn't it though? This is why I don't invite you on these trips. You're like, wow. <laughs> cool. I have fun. You're like, cool story, bro. I just follow you around. And as long as I can keep up, which is very difficult, then it's good. <laughs> I don't think that I did any, like, crazy speed walking on this trip. You know, I asked him, and he said that you walked very quickly. He is full of baloney. Loaded up, find my friends, and when it goes into the live view, I can see how fast you're moving, and it looks dangerous. (laughs) So, all right. Are you sprinting? There was none of that this time. You're telling lies. (laughs) Lies. So, yeah, we flew home, and now, you know, back here with you. Oh, whoa, there was some stank on that. Some stank. Yeah, so that was it for this trip. Um, As far as, like, the kids go, Festival of the Arts, maybe not so exciting. As far as I'm concerned, Festival of the Arts is the underrated champion. It's great. I love it. You know, I just like the snacks. I think Flower and, and Garden is probably my least favorite. Um, food and, well, you know, I say that, food and wine, because too many drunk people. <laughs> But I just want the food. I don't care what it is. I'm just hitting those food booths. Yeah. That's when I get to go crazy on snacks. You know, as long as you hit them earlier in the day, I think you're all right. It's World Showcase in the evening. Uh, Mm. After Hours, everyone loves After Hours. Good splurge. Yeah, that one is uh, Unsung Value Hero. Yeah, if you're unsure about, like, your budget, just cut a park day and do that instead. You know, have a pool day and then in the evening do that one. Instead of like a park day, like if you can't afford to add it on to, you know, your already existing park days, I think that's a good way to do it. Or skip, you know, if you've got a super short trip, skip Magic Kingdom entirely as like a full park day and just do it for the after hours for like, like for this, you know, particular trip. It was just a weekend, but we did like everything at Magic Kingdom. So what would you have done differently? Oh, man. Um, I don't know that I would have done anything differently this particular trip. I kind of wish that we could have done a little bit more at Festival of the Arts, but at the same time, I get that that's you not the eleven-year-olds by an eleven-year-old. I did. It was like this is boring, and there's no snacks, and so he was a big pain, and you left. Yeah, you know, I He's I will like, say I'd rather be asleep. <laughs> I've done Festival of the Arts before, so it's not like it's stuff I haven't seen. I just. Uh, there are activities that I would have liked to do this year that maybe weren't options in previous years that I didn't get a chance to explore as much. So there are activities I would have liked to explore more. Um, Sandbag by a sixth grader? So, yeah. It was like those $35 chicken and waffles. Not as good as my school. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we had to do test track priorities. So that, I think, is it. Everything else, um, this is going to go down as one of my favorite trips just because it was such a nice experience with Tanner. And so I've promised all three of my kids that I would do an individual trip with each of them. And so now the 13-year-old, who he opted out of our family Disney trip last time. When was that? Over the summer. Like our family trip. He was like, eh. And he opted out of it. But now, what a now move. that it's like one on one, he has asked me at least a dozen times <laughs> since I've gotten back with Tanner. And I think he heard Tanner's rave review because, you know, Tanner's 11. You know, anything with his mom does not get a rave review. 
Well, also just so, I mean, going to the park with just two people, you get so much more done. It's very different. Yeah, it's very, very different. Everything and goes much faster than with five. He talked about that, um, and I didn't. It's not in you know his um, clips here, but he talked about like not you know his sister is five, and most of his Disney experience is with his sister, who up until just last year was in. Well, even now, still when we go, is in a stroller when we go. And that makes things very different, you know, and she has a tiny bladder and we have to stop and pee and we have to park the stroller. And so it's it's it is different. And he got to just do what he wanted to do. There was no like, well, we have to, you know, pull the group. There was none of that. It makes a big difference. So I think my when next are you going back um, April is my next trip to ride Tron. Tron is opening. Oh, I want to do Tron. Yeah. Um, Tron and the new barbecue restaurant in Hollywood Studios. So assuming I can get a reservation, I'm really bad at grabbing advanced reservations for hard to get stuff. I will say, so the thing Tanner had said, he was like, oh, you had the Disney app open. I actually didn't have the Disney app open. I used an app that several people even on this podcast, in fact, recommended called Stakeout. I used that. There's a small fee for it. And it's good for like a, a month, I, I think. Um, and it notifies you and it's way faster than like mouse dining or the other apps that I've used. So I got a notification while we were out and I clicked through and I managed to get Space 220. So it was the stakeout app that is actually um, the one to thank for that dining reservation. So if I can't get the new barbecue restaurant, that's probably what I'll use is stakeout to try and get that. Cool. So that's the plan is Tron and stakeout and Maybe taking uh, the 13-year-old with me. We'll see how that goes. Someday I'll take my husband again. We'll see. If he's yeah. good. If he's well-behaved. I don't want to go back if it's hot. Oh, well, that's like always, except for this trip with me and Tanner. Yeah, that sounded pretty good. <laughs> All right. So I think that's it for this trip, this episode. Um, if you are interested in being on the show, you can leave me a voicemail. I have exciting news. I have hired some help. Finally, I've decided to let go of some things. That being said, I should be able to start um, releasing podcasts more often. My goal is once a week to get back on once a week. And so please submit trip reports because sadly I've had to turn down several that I think would have been really fun just because I have not had the time in my schedule. So if you're interested in being on the show, uh, go ahead and leave me a voicemail message. And if it's a good fit, I will reach out to schedule time with you. I otherwise will be back in the parks in April to experience Tron. I can't wait. But until next time, I will see you guys in the parks.